Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave She and host Brenda She Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Okay, Austin, I have sent you a video on Twitter. You have. So I'm going to do a countdown, and we're both going to watch this briefly together. Okay. (laughs) Record your reaction. Ready? Sounds good. Three, two, one. Okay. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Just just wait for it. You're not ready for what happens. (laughs) Wait. I assure you, this girl does not get punched. Oh. (laughs) Okay, so we're watching this video in which uh, this guy almost punches this girl, this this, um, this schoolgirl in the face, and then ominously the Mickey Mouse march begins to play, and then yeah. the stage splits in half. I was like, I, I swore that that little girl said Mickey Mouse, but that can't be right. But Oh, she did! Yeah, oh. <laughs> so what now we're on this stage, and there's all these dancers, and Mickey and Minnie are there and um night of fire from initial d is playing and now they're all doing a choreographed dance what is going on (laughs) (laughs) what is happening (laughs) so i do know what this is from this is from a promotional video to promote the disney version of der um fucking I want to learn this dance. Look at this. The, the best thing is like, so the guy who started this video, his face is expressionless. Like he is. Yes. He doesn't look happy or sad to be there. He looks like, and now I do the dance. Like he's focused. Yeah. Just staring at the screen. And then I don't know where Goofy came from, but he's here now and he's also doing the dance. And yeah, like, I was because... going to say there's a, there's an editing error there where Goofy wasn't there. And then Goofy was like, Goofy didn't walk out. Goofy's now no. here. Goofy just appears. And like, there it is um the mascot characters it's like suit suit characters so like they they also have no expression so it's just like Uh, yeah that was that was a lot that was that yeah how was that for a cool opening (laughs) hey everybody (laughs) i've set the tone for this week yeah you you certainly have I assure you, this had nothing to do with what our topic is. <laughs> That's fine. Because um, before uh, before all that, we got we got some news. We got a lot of we, news. We got a lot of news, which I think is okay because, like, I'm kind of doing. I'm returning to a previous topic. Ooh. I thought I would get a little spicy with that. I had something else planned, but we kind of talked about it a little bit last week. You can figure out what it is. I was going to do Conan this week. And then, like, I was like, well, we talked about Conan last week, so. Every, and literally anyone <laughs> listening is like, but no, I want Brenda to talk. Like, everyone is, like, losing their fucking, like, I, they're like, I swear, listen, listen, everyone, listen. We we have a lot of goat stuff going on this year. We At, yeah. one, at some point, we'll be one year old. 
and at some point me and Brendan will both be 30 years old we'll both be 30 and one at the same time yeah um, we will get to <laughs> big topics I promise I've got it all written down it could be in a couple weeks it could be like literally my next turn it could be when the 1000th episode comes out who knows it's ready to go whenever I feel like it so um but I didn't want it to be like too redundant if we have any listeners who are just like I don't care about this tiny detective boy Brenda <laughs> look I used to I used to dunk on Conan I remember um oh you were one of those yeah well can you imagine I didn't know anything about this tiny little like I knew I used to watch it sometimes probably while waiting to watch like Cowboy Bebop or something mm-hmm. like on Adult Swim and it it was just so tonally different from like the mm-hmm. kind of manga not manga the kind of anime that we got <laughs> yeah Shonen anime is really popular in the United States. So, like... It's pretty much all we... It's, like, exclusively what we get. Yeah, it's, like, we can go, like, to Target and, like, see, like, all this, like, stuff for, like, Shonen anime. So, like, Dragon Ball Z and um, Naruto and uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba and, like, all these other ones. I think the only real exception is um, Sailor Moon. That's 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 the one shoujo. And even that's, like, kind of action-based. Like, I knew a Mm -hmm. lot of, like, you know... Um, people who were more in action cartoons who also liked watching Sailor Moon because it's an action show at its yeah, heart. It's like Sailor Moon, technically Inuyasha. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like they tried Karkapta Sakura and that didn't really take off in the same way. Um, yeah, I, I watched it. Like, I, I kind of have a fondness for that um, kind of butchered dub of it. Oh my god, that... I missed the bad dub so bad. I, so I've absolutely. Sakura. 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 I'm absolutely in love with Sakura's voice actress, though, in that series, because she's like, um, we'll get back to the topic in a bit, but, um, in, uh, Funimation, maybe? Someone redubbed Mm -hmm. Cardcaptor Sakura. And they did. Yeah, okay, Funimation did it. They redubbed it, like, a couple of years ago, and, like, Sakura's voice actress just, like, really high-pitched and, you know, like, you know, kind of like her anime voice actress, but, like, uh, it's kind of just very jarring in English because, like, that's just not, you know, we, we don't usually talk at that register no. normally. It doesn't, um, it doesn't feel organic. Yeah, it feels like, oh, this was, like, a Japanese thing, and they're just kind of copying her japanese voice and um, i've noticed that mm-hmm. with other um new dubs like the new sailor moon dub is similar and then it yeah. feels like they're just trying to copy the japanese voices um and nothing against the new dub cast uh some of the voices are pretty good but it feels like they are just like let's sound like the japanese voices which is not i mean listen the old dubs for sailor moon and Kaka sakura have some flaws there's some heavy editing that they did <laughs> we that didn't make them it. different shows yeah um yeah i just really appreciated that like because like i don't know if anyone's noticed my voice is like a little bit lower on the mm-hmm. register um so it was nice that sakura's voice was a little bit lower too you okay. can pass for daddy on the by <laughs> voice you, I- you could you could call someone and be and someone be like, Daddy? And I don't think Brenda would say no. I would be like, yeah, sure. Um, have, were you in the Conan the Conan video one where I did the really low voice and nobody knew it was me? Yes, I was there. I freaked everyone out because yeah, like, I oh, got everyone, everyone stopped talking. <laughs> and we were all like, who's here? And I think only Dante knew it was you. Yeah, Dante's kind of used to, like, how I pitch my voice when I talk. Because, like, sometimes I, like, do, like, this when I'm telling a story. And then, like, 
Sometimes I'll like pitch it really low. <laughs> I hit it was really low. I don't know if I can do that again. Like you were pretty low. drunk. I was, I was. So, anyway, uh, pay for speaking some voice of, actor training. Speaking of, speaking of voice actors, um, yeah. Speaking of voice actors, um, Roger Craig Smith, voice of Sonic, um, since 2010, announced that he is no longer doing the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Wild. It, yeah, um, and he has it like it's. He's only been doing it since 2010. So like, what what media is that? That's like, that's. The ga- There's been a few games. Yeah, so like Colors and Forces and um, g- not Generations. No. No, not Generations and... Colors, uh, Forces... The Sonic... Is that, that's Sonic Boom, right? Sonic Boom. Secret so World. That's... Yeah, so he did all of like Sonic's voice acting for the Sonic Boom cartoon, which is really mm-hmm. funny. It's really good, I think. Yeah. I was like, it's not Sonic. Sonic X was done by 2010, right? Yeah, Sonic X. Who was Sonic's previous voice actor? Because in the 90s, it was Jaleel White from Family mm. Matters. Yes. Uh, both for the more cartoony Sonic Adventures and um, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Sorry. Oh, wait, was he? Wait, so this he would have been the voice for the movie. Or we, we just forgot the movie. No, he did not do the voice of Sonic oh. in the movie. The voice of oh. Sonic in the movie was... Ben, no, wait, Sonic. Is it Gollum? Is it, I feel every animated furry thing is Gollum. <laughs> Sonic, the Hedgehog film, Ben Schwartz. Oh, right, 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 right. So I don't know if he'll do that going, like do the voice going forward. I do think he did really good. Um, I don't know if they can afford Ben Schwartz for like video games. Is Ben <laughs> Schwartz really that, ex- what is he doing right now? What I is mean, Ben Schwartz I, doing? I feel like if they want him, he could be do. He could suddenly, you know, it's yeah. that thing of like the voice actor leaves and like, hey Ben, you want to be the voice for Sonic everywhere? And granted, there's not like a lot of Sonic stuff coming out every year, but we have no idea what kind of production they have like behind the scenes. Yeah, honestly, we'll see. I'm looking at a list of Sonic the Hedgehog VAs. That stands for voice actors. <laughs> <laughs> Here in the biz. <laughs> We call the here in the biz. We say VAs because we don't have time to say voice actors. Everyone, we're busy. We're moving. We're shaking. We're shaking hands. We're shaking. Uh, I'm gonna cry. But we're we're just we don't have time for your trivial full words like voice actor and production assistants. It's VAs, PAs, TAs. <laughs> okay, so the previous Sonic the Hedgehog voice was Jason Griffith. Oh. I Sonic said... Were, I thought you were kidding. In my head, you were like, Jason, I was like, McElroy. The lost McElroy brother. Jason McElroy did the voice <laughs> the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, so that's end of an that's, era. We'll have to see. There's a lot of stuff going on with Sonic, because like, uh, in the last year, their social media manager who kind of, in my opinion, saved Sonic as an image by deciding, yeah. like, we're just going to be a meme. We will be a meme until we make good media again. And it works. <laughs> it worked. Like, everyone's like, yeah, Sonic is cool again, which yeah. is absolutely wild. Because, like, I can't, if you didn't grow, if you were, like, a baby in the 2000s, you don't know how much everyone hated Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, we, hey, I've been out here struggling and grinding, capping yeah. for Sonic since I, like, I went through cool, I went through 
classic Sonic, because my mom was into Sonic. Then I went through, like, mm-hmm. Sonic X era Sonic, where everyone loves Sonic and played Sonic Adventure Battle 2. And uh, I was out there. I was out there when they had colors. I was out there when they made Sonic Heroes, you know? Yeah. I was out there for Shadow the Hedgehog, Hedgehog. game with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic, but with gun. Um, I was on Sonic forums. Like, we, it was a, we were at war. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone hated Sonic. And you needed to prove to the world that Sonic the Hedgehog was cool. Yeah. He wasn't so, for a while. Yeah, like, so going... Yeah, going through that whole experience of, like, Sonic is, like, the absolute shit in the 90s to, like, Sonic is absolute shit to, like, Sonic is, like, okay to, like, Sonic is, like, uh, everyone's media darling and yeah, best friends. It's, it's, it's absolutely, when they're, like, we're going to get a Sonic movie and I was, like, this is for, like, me, Brenda, and, like, four people. And suddenly the whole world cares about how Sonic looks. I was, like, where were you, huh? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember seeing you uh, in the forum in 2011. Where were you at? Where, where, were you busy? <laughs> i don't i don't remember seeing you uh did you read my shadow the hedgehog fanfic about my oc omega shadow i don't remember where, where were you where were you again <laughs> oh that's right suddenly everybody loved mario again <laughs> yeah mario he's just a man he's, he's just a plumber man i know he has a good career and he makes good money but he's just a man. He's just a dude. He's just a dude who like, inv- who, he's just a dude. He's just one dude. One dude. Even ha- his other brother hunts ghosts. Like, what do you do, Mario? Yeah, Mario, you save Peach every so often. Good for you. She could probably yeah. save her. Does she even want saving? Listen, Would you want saving li- if you got hey, caught by Bowser? Hey, 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 listen. Pe- Peach, <laughs> on, listen, Mario, she's, over. she's, she's fine. You could she's Absolutely. Her. Bowser is not gonna hurt her, Mario. I mean, he he might, but she he she has a safe word. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, are you gonna tell me that like? God, I gotta shut up. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Hey everyone, it's the pandemic, and. We have not been outside in a while, and nor have we hugged friends. Um, (laughs) Things are getting wild. Oh, God. Anyway, more nerd news. Speaking of, it's it's the pandemic. Everyone wants a vampire lady to fucking drain them. Yes. Um, Big Lady Resident Evil has burst upon the scene. Lady uh, Demetriscrio? Her name is... Her name is very close to Dominatrix, and that yeah, cannot be an accident. That's a hundred percent intentional. Like, uh, I, I want to know who looked at like Resident Evil, like the last one, and was just like, mm, you know what this was missing? Big lady. <laughs> They're like hot vampire ladies. It worked. Like, I, I'm like, I guess I'm gonna play a Resident Evil game. I don't like, I don't know. Maybe um, this is less news. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know everyone wants to have big lady bore them but uh we are hey get in line the line sits behind us there's all those comics of like the the player character who like encounters her and it's just like runs away and then like turns back and it's just like oh no don't catch me Ah. so i guess i'm gonna watch like a streamer um like uh i'm trying to remember rachel's stream handle so i can do a little little cute plug but I don't remember oh, what. Wait, go to Twitter. Twitter has everything. I think. Wait. 
Um, I think what is interesting about it is, like, this game doesn't look scary. And I don't know if it's... It has to be scary. I don't know if it's because the vampire ladies are not, are like, yeah, jokes on you, I'm into that. Or if they are... Because, like, I even watched some gameplay of, like, the actual gross enemies, and I'm like, this doesn't feel scary. I don't know if it's because I'm older, or if it's because, like, my idea of scary has evolved past, like, Resident Evil monsters that are just, like, very out there. Yeah. Um, Because it's just, like, the other enemies were, like, gross, but I'm like, it's not scary. Uh, I've recently been playing this game called Control, and that's scary, but it's, like, weird psychological suspense where there's like a secret government agency like that i'm like that's scary because like i would absolutely believe there's a secret government agency that's like waiting to unleash like eldritch horrors on the masses you know yeah um but this it doesn't it doesn't feel scary even the lighting wasn't scary so i might play a resident evil game yeah, I know uh, Resident Evil Biohazard, also known as Biohazard Biohazard in Japan, um, was very scary. <laughs> mm. Absolutely terrifying. But it was, like, atmospheric. I don't know what we're going to be getting from this one. Um, my friend Rachel uh, streams on Twitch. She's been doing um, a lot of, like, the older Resident... Has she been playing Resident Evil? I think she's been playing Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. She was playing Silent Hill for The Room, which was... That game's a lot. Um, but she plays a lot of, like, horror games and is, uh, sometimes you get to see her dog, Mishka, which is, uh, very cute. Um, Mm -hmm. her Twitch handle is Diet Soda, D-I-E-T-S-O-D-U-H, so. So, Rachel, I hope you plan on streaming this game, because Brenda just told everyone to go. Yeah, uh, I put you on the spot, um, and now you have to play also, listen, okay, listen to what this tall vampire lady says. Uh, Mother Miranda, I forgot to inform you that Ethan Winters has escaped, uh, has escaped that fool Heisenberg because he's in my castle and has already proven too much for my daughters to handle. Okay, guys. <laughs> like, um, this feels like a departure from, <laughs> look, I don't know much about Resident Evil. I played Resident Evil 1 in which you have like a tank camera and you're in a mansion and it's like, it's pretty chill. Yeah. I don't know how we've gotten to this point, but um, I guess that's just a big old 2021 mood. Just how it, just how it be sometimes. Just how it be. Um, Moving our last, on. Yeah, our last ahead. bit of nerd news. Uh, I have no segue for. So, you, hey, Brenda, you know that movie Black Widow? Oh, I've heard about it uh, a couple years ago. It was supposed to come out in 2020. It was. What happened to uh, it? It's it's gonna it's gonna come out. We're gonna see it this year for sure, totally, if we can go to theaters. Because Marvel uh, has confirmed they have no plans to put it on Disney Plus first. They are geared towards it will come out in theaters this year. The new release date's May seventh, twenty twenty one, and they're like, we won't be releasing on Disney Plus. They have no business plans, nothing set up. There's no infrastructure besides what we know exists with like keeping files digitally. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's no, like, hit the button, put it on Disney+. Plus. Marvel's like, nope, it'll be in theaters. You'll see. Which is absolutely wild, because, yeah, like, um... Guys. <laughs> I don't know if any... If you live outside of the United States, like, maybe you're in Australia, and, like, you get to go outside and look at the sun sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, like, um, here, uh, the vaccine rollout is going poorly. Bad, awful. Terrible. <laughs> Um, I think I'm in, in Michigan, I'm in group 1C, maybe? 
maybe. I would have to fight to be, because, like, 1C is um, people between 16 and 65 who have, like, a disability that would mean that they are uh, negatively affected by uh, getting COVID. So Mm. I would have to, like, petition to, like, my doctor to be like, yeah, this would really fuck me up forever. (laughs) Mm. um, So who knows? And if I'm not in that tier, I'm even lower than that. So who? I, I'm in a county where we just don't have any vaccines for the upper tiers either. It's It's been a mess here. And yeah. this is very tone deaf of Marvel to just be like, yeah, it'll be fine. We'll release it in theaters right now. They have four cinematic films are supposed to come out this year. God. That is, that no. is a lot. To, that's like a normal Marvel year. Because yeah. last year was like Black Widow, essentially. Yeah, it was supposed and, to be, like, Black Widow, and then, like, Eternals was supposed to come out, like, right. uh, this month. Right. Um, so now, what we have is Black Widow was May 7th, 2021. Uh, Sh- I don't know if it's Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi. Do you know, Brenda? I think it's Shang-Chi. Um, I'm uh, not an expert, though. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I just have never heard that character's name said out loud. I'm sure Howard Marvel says it is wrong. So, <laughs> if anyone would actually know how to say it, if you want to send me an audio clip of saying it, that'd be rad. And yeah, the Legend of the it. Ten Rings um, is supposed to come out July 9th. Eternals Oof. now is now November 5th. And Oof. the Untitled Spider-Man sequel is December 17th. And I am so upset that awesome. Marvel didn't just fucking yeah. stick to the plan. Because Spider-Man, everyone, always comes out in my birthday month. Always comes out yeah. in July. I turned 30 this year. I am no pissed. <laughs> Listen, Legend of Ten Rings... I the I know the lead for it has is very excited about it. Like he said, he's had a good experience on Twitter so far working at Marvel and making sure things aren't offensive. So mm-hmm. that's cool. It'll be cool. I wish Marvel wasn't like this. Like they are. I don't know what it is. Even like their parent company, like Disney, has gone to like we will be putting things a plus. Yeah. Um. Uh, like the trailer for Raya. 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 Yeah. Raya. And The Last Dragon um, came out, and that one, like Mulan, is going to be coming out to, like, uh, what do they call it? Like, plus premiere or something yeah, like that? Yeah, premiere yeah. access? Yeah. Um, so you have to, like, pay extra for it. Um, the HBO and WB Ooh. is releasing everything this year <laughs> digitally for, like, you get it, like, thirty for 30 days. And it's just, yeah. like, why isn't Marvel taking advantage of this? We are not, as a country, going to be ready for Black Widow in May. Like, there's absolutely no way. Like, California, uh, I'm not going to get too into it, but California, which is a massive, massive market, is in crisis. Like, very serious crisis. It is bad out there. Um, And, like, you know, things are a little bit better in Michigan, but, like, you know, we have one of, like, the better, (laughs) which is sad, but we have one of the better (laughs) handlings of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's not enough to get us to a point where we can be in a movie theater in May. We could be in a drive-in, but, like... And that's, I have, um, yeah. that's an awful experience for a AAA movie. Yeah, it's like, especially since you'd probably have to be in your car, because it's early May, so it's still cold here. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to be in your car watching a AAA movie on a gritty screen when it's still a little bit bright out. <laughs> you know, it's not... I love the drive-in, and I'm very grateful that we have one, like, 15 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not the big blockbuster experience that they're hoping for. I could get a better experience on Disney Plus in my house. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean, right? It's like when you're deciding to go see these movies, part of it is like the spectacle. Like you are you are paying way too much money 
to go mm-hmm. see this movie only once and taking your whole evening because it's like the experience of being around people. Yeah. But it's like, if I'm going to be in my car, base, like I, maybe you'll hear someone scream in their car too, right? But yeah. It's most not... likely you're in your car. You, it's, I mean, it's neat because you tune your radio to the station. Hopefully you get a good signal because some car radios don't. Uh. Yeah. But you can also, at a lot of drive-ins, you can get a little radio. Um, right. that will work if yours doesn't. I haven't had any problems with it. But still, it's not an optimal experience. It's mm. not getting together with friends and hanging out and having a shared experience. Like, let me tell you, uh, I don't care about Deadpool, but I saw Deadpool opening night and that was like kind of a magical experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was like one of, that was before like alcohol was prevalent in movie theaters here, but they mm-hmm. had a special exception to where they could get give everyone mike's harder lemonade and chimichangas and let me just assure you it was absolutely wild i was very drunk i'd had um some pseudo mexican food i was just like ascending (laughs) yeah that sounds great it's just like theaters before pandemic were already like we're gonna die and theaters post pandemic are like they're gonna have to figure it out yeah um but i don't know why marvel is so like tear like this is like disgustingly stubborn at this point to be like we have no we have no backup plan essentially like that's the thing that gets me is marvel is still from what i know it has things in production like thor is filming right now in australia yes marvel um um, has several productions that are currently ongoing in georgia because georgia's uh georgia never shut down um so like hawkeye is ongoing there's a couple of things that I can't say that are, that are starting up. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man's been, people, yeah. Spider-Man's been going on for a while. Um, quick aside, I do suspect Spider-Man will be delayed because uh, I told you what happened, Austin. Right. I can't say what happened here. But let me just assure you something went wrong. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone. Don't fucking DM Brenda about it. She's gonna, don't, she's gonna ignore you. Yeah, just, just understand that, hey, we have sources too. Also, this is completely aside. Hey, all you big outlets coming up with this Emperor's New Groove story, we did that shit six months ago. Find something new. <laughs> yeah, do you think that you're breaking the story? Because I broke it first, so I need some royalty. Well, we broke it first. We both did it, but, like, you know. Uh, like, come on. Come on now. Find find something new. Uh, yeah. We, listen, Brenda's doing you a favor right now, everyone, because she could break, like, six stories. Honestly. So, we have sources. <laughs> Marvel, just understand, Marvel's still in production with a lot of things. And they're gonna they're gonna like stall, like you're uh, you're putting people at risk to make these things mm-hmm. that you could just if you're gonna if you look at read the fucking room and if you're like we want to release it in theater we want we want to cultivate that experience right if they're like we want our fans to go to theater with their friends and like feel something like the magic in the air you know yeah that's fine you can be like we're halting production until one it's safe to be in production first of all <laughs> yeah. It's two, not safe. Two, until we know, or we can make an educated guess that by the time this production's done, it can be in theaters the way we want. Like, that's that's fine. You have WandaVision's going. It's amazing. It was already done. You yep. have Black Widow. Release it on Disney+. Plus. It's already done. Yep. Um, Eternals you, is done. Eternals is done. Like, you have stuff that's done that you can release to hold us over, so to speak. And... To my understanding, the What If series is most is like partially animated. Fully I think animated? so. Yeah, I think that's that's almost ready to roll. Like if they have to finish that, that's something that can be done like remotely at people's homes. Right. Um, like you have these things you could do. 
Um, do I really want to see the uh, Falcon and Soldier? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loki seems like it's mostly done. You have trailers, so I assume you finished the in-person part, right? Yeah. Like, you have stuff you can put out, and I know you're worried about your timeline and how stuff comes out. Your timeline's a mess. I've been reading Marvel comics since I was a teen. Listen, hey, <laughs> people who like live-action Marvel, the fact they've given you things in the order that makes sense is a fucking gift. <laughs> yeah, you need to cherish that because, like, let me assure you, comics don't work like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking mess. They're like, hey, did you read this issue of uh, Star-Lord six years ago? And you're like, I know I didn't. It's like, well, that's where we introduced this guy who is now taking yeah. over the world. And you're like, what are you, What? Hope you read every piece of media we've ever put out. Um, not Marvel, but Batman's fucking wedding. Oh, oh my god. Shit. <laughs> oh my god, Batman's wedding! They had Batman going, and then they had tie-ins in other Bat family books, and then they had a mini-series leading <laughs> up to the wedding. One-shots. Oh-, <laughs> oh god. Hey, everyone, the fact that comics... The one thing comics figured out from putting out comics to us as readers is like, yeah, if we do this live action, no one's going to fucking watch it because they're going to be like, what's going on? Like, you got to, can we please get that for comics, Brenda? Could we convince them like, hey, just like one book and it has a title that makes sense and the story's there. Yeah. I shouldn't need a flow chart. (laughs) like To understand it. Oh my God, everyone. You have no idea. Like Infinity, fucking Infinity War for the movies. You have no idea how lucky you are that things were just clearly presented to you in those two movies. Because for comics, that would have been, here is a 40-page buy list with a flowchart so you know what's happening. What was, was it Secret War where they sent us that big, this big map that we hung on the wall? Yeah. God, all right, I'll talk about, I'm going to just mention Secret War, the the newer Secret War briefly, and then we can move on. Secret Um, Wars 2, everybody. Yeah, it was like the, what was it, 2015? I don't remember. But Marvel did, one second, my leg itches. Marvel did this big event um, that had like all of these one shots. So you have like the Secret War miniseries, which was like coming out. And then you had like dozens of one shots and two shots and three shots. Mm -hmm. And they all connected in this, like there was this map and um, absolutely, um, it was a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it was... It was like so much. It was like, what if the multiverse collapsed? Which, uh, me and Brenda have some educated guesses for WandaVision and the Doctor Strange movie that I won't get into. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was like, what if the multiverse collapsed? And it's like, that's cool. And it's like, yeah, what if you had to try and make sense of the multiverse collapse? And you're like, I'd rather not. I'd rather you just told me what's going on. Yeah, it's it's so wild. And then it took like um, too long to come out. It was, like, oh, yeah. delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. I'm like, hey, Hickman, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's the other thing. You guys get your movie. I, hey, you know what? This is what it feels like. Not getting your movies on time? Welcome. Welcome. to my hell. <laughs> yeah. Remember fucking, uh, what was that Watchmen DC bullshit they did? Oh. The... Um, Doomsday Clock. Yeah. That, hey, they didn't finish Doomsday Clock, everyone. They were, like, two or three years behind schedule releasing the last issue. It was absolutely wild. I unsubscribed to it because I was sick of waiting. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did. And it's like, you have to, if you, DC, if you don't keep up this momentum, you lose readers and then you like lose money. So, you know, 
Maybe you should have fired Jeff Johns back then. Oof. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that Brenda's killed someone. Yeah. Do we want to talk, before we go to topic, do we want to talk about the stock market? Oh, fucking shit. We- that is the last thing. Oh, my yeah. God. And it's okay. I know this news is going a little bit longer, but like, I don't think my topic will be able to fill a normal chunk of time. So I'm worried yeah. it won't. Okay. Who knows? Okay, everyone. Um, let me uh, take this fucking bong rip. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. some good bong effect right there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Some good Foley work, huh? Brenda yeah. knows I don't smoke because I have asthma. <laughs> so she knows it's Foley work. So I'm just, what if, what if they're really smoking there? No, I have, I have horrible asthma. Uh, also in Michigan, weed is decriminalized, so yeah. we can. <laughs> we could. I could. If I didn't have horrible asthma. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you know, there's, a weird fucking game of Monopoly happening around us right now. Um, maybe the weirdest game of Monopoly to ever happen. So, I have spent a lot, like, I don't know how long you researched this topic, Brenda, but I essentially researched the topic of, like, what the fuck is going on to try and explain it on this podcast. Good. I, like, did a little bit, and then uh, I just kind of was just like, I hate the stock market. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hey, what I've learned is the stock market's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um. So, what is happening is it started with GameStop. GameStop, as any video game geek fan knows, is a company that is always like two steps from being. Their model is flimsy and they essentially exist as like, we are the only game retailer left. Yeah, they just kind of have to exist. (laughs) If you don't want it from Amazon and you don't want to get it from like a big, like a Target or here in the Midwest, like a Meyer, like you're going to go to GameStop. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically it. That is how they get by. They're like, do you want to go to Walmart? No, you're probably going to GameStop. <laughs> if you want the experience of having a midnight release, which um, now is pointless because we can't, but yeah. back then, if you want the experience of like hanging out on a sidewalk in the cold, uh, GameStop's a place for you. <laughs> which before I get back into it, that you when you say it like that, that's like, why did we do that? I know. I'm like, we don't have to do that, but we did it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So GameStop stock was very cheap. I don't remember how much it was. It was very cheap, especially to Mr. Monopoly people that have hedge funds. It was like it was like pennies. So they bought up a lot of it with the idea they were <laughs> they were short trading. So the idea is they buy it for cheap and then it gets even worse and then they sell it back and they make a profit. Cuz they go they go to a lender, the lender gives them money to buy one stock. They buy or however many stocks they want. They buy the stocks. It drops. They sell their stocks back, buy new stocks, and they have to give the lender those stocks. But what they yeah. made is a net gain of $2, and you do that a million times, and, you know, it's seen as, like, easy money, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Reddit, uh, the Redditors on Wall Street Bets, apparently this is something they've done a lot, but this is, like, the biggest time they've done it. Yeah. They noticed this was happening, and they were like, hey, let's fuck with these guys. So they... <laughs> In mass, buy the stock. By so many people buying the stock, the stock goes up because it's seen as desirable. Yeah. Because that's how the stock market wants. It's like, people want it. It must be worth money. Money's dumb. <laughs> money is so... That, that's it. That's literally, like, people want it. It must be worth more money because people yeah. want it. <laughs> GameStop is worthless. Yeah. It, it's worthless. Utterly worthless. Um, so it went up. That caused those people who bought in early to make money because it forced the stock market to rise on GameStop. And the hedge fund people start losing money because they were doing this like quick 
they were buying new games at GameStop and then trying to resell them, and GameStop's like, I could give you a hair for it. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you my pocket lint. So, due to that, these hedge fund people are losing, like, one hedge fund, like, one bankrupt. <laughs> uh, I don't feel bad for him. That guy has billion. he's, like, he lost a hedge fund, but these people have, like, this is, these people do this all over. Yeah. That's, um, this isn't all of his money. They started doing it for AMC, which I don't know if it has been as productive. These people buying in are making money. Like, one person was like, I bought GameStop stock when it was worth literally $8, and now I've made $50,000. Jesus! Um, but <laughs> it is... Some people are crying that it's illegal, because it's insider trading. Other people are saying it's... It, they're literally talking about it on Reddit. These people can watch it happen and, you know, sell their stock if they want or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, I'm reminded, I'm sure as you are well, Brenda, of the 2008 uh, housing crisis that these same hedge fund managers caused. And they literally yes. insider did insider trading and literally had nothing happen. So I'm not too worried about them losing their game of Monopoly to Reddit. Uh, it's posing a lot of interesting questions that are kind of outside the scope of my knowledge in this podcast. And like, there, the feds are involved now. There's talks of like... <laughs> There's Shit. talks. There is talks of maybe making a law, so you have to have a certain amount of money in your bank account to play the stock game. Um, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, remember when like all of those like people were like, you need to invest your stimulus. Like, yeah. okay, people invested their stimulus, like, yeah. but not in the way that benefited you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got no, it not, now. no, it's it's the it's, it's the all no, making like, sense to be. It's the it's the no it's the no not like that. It's like when. It's like when, I don't know, take when protests happen and then people mm-hmm. protest and like, no, not like that. Yeah. It's like, you don't get to dictate like how we, you know, spend our money or like what we do. Like if the stock market's for everyone, then it's for everyone. Yeah. Like um, Robin Hood, which is a very common like trading app, mm-hmm. has banned people from purchasing stocks in AMC, GameStop. I think Nokia is another one. Um, yeah, I was like, I think they have a third target. Yeah, which is a weird there was Nokia. It. Briefly, it was BlackBerry, too, um, mm. was also one, because I have a friend who does do stock the stock market, so he's been keeping me, like, apprised of, like, what's going on and, like, mm. how high. Um, he also says Dogecoin, which is a cryptocurrency, <laughs> also hit a old-time lot, like, high. So um, we've just, like... We just like completely fucked up the stock market. And I don't feel I mean this could have some ramifications, but like also we just went through a coup, so like maybe I don't know what's gonna happen. I think I'm just kind of checked out at this point. Yeah, it's it's very much like this cause some people at initially were like, Oh, this is gonna hurt people's retirements and stuff because for some reason our system is set up that your retirement is mostly stocks. Yeah, you don't actually just get money it's tied into the stock market so like when the stock market crashes your retirement fund goes away so people are like oh Bernard, why don't you have like a 401k and i'm like i've seen these just disappear yeah like if you weren't aware if you have a 401k and you weren't aware of that just so you know it's it's just a bunch of stocks that they're like well this will always be here because we're in charge yeah, and it it's not guaranteed that it will be here. Like with the two thousand eight stock financial crisis, mm-hmm. so many people's retirement, like these hedge fund guys, trashed all these people's retirement funds, and mm-hmm. like they had nothing. And these hedge like these hedge fund people, were just completely fine because like it's just a game to them. Like our retirement and like our social security is like tied into 
the stock market, which is just a game for rich people. Yep, it's just a big game of Monopoly. Um, yep. I'm sure we have, like, two or three fans who actually know what this is, so if I said something wrong, I don't fucking know, and you can... Thanks for being a fan. I won't be rude to you, but I'm yeah. doing my best. <laughs> um, you also could send us a message like on Twitter or send us an email and just like kind of like explain your side. And if we think it's chill enough, we might read it next week. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. We don't have to. We're not obligated. But if we yeah. think it's interesting and I'm not that a you have something. fun manager. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, also, just send us messages uh, because we're lonely and um, rate us a five out of five on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> leave us a review hey if we get enough reviews maybe brenda will reveal her dark dark secret she was gonna say about bowser (laughs) (laughs) maybe i will who knows (laughs) just give us give us until we're in second second first march and it'll probably get there (laughs) once i'm 30 anything can happen (laughs) hey bowser what the fuck is up Well, on that note, I think we're ready to delve into this week's topic. Jesus, um, hey, it's been 40 minutes, everybody. Thanks for sticking a, around. Yeah, it's a, it's chill. Like, whatever. Time, who cares? Um, yeah, so this is uh, Return to Chuck E. Cheese. Ooh. Um, I just thought that a lot of things had happened with Chuck E. Cheese since we did our um, first episode in May, maybe? Whenever we started this podcast. When did we start this podcast? Hey, 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 who's a, who's a, hey, Miss Dorian, figure out when we started this podcast. You, also, yeah. you can't, you can't go off of the upload dates because they're new because we switched because networks. Because we switched, we moved everything over, so like. You're going to um, have to just remember. Yeah, just figure it out. Um, Yeah, so I think like immediately after we did the Chuck E. Cheese episode, which was our first episode, which I did mostly without notes, just off the cuff. Um, Chuck E. Cheese filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh, yeah. Pretty close. Like, we mentioned, like, how uh, Chuck E. Cheese was, like, in peril. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, we were like, um, yeah, wow, the pandemic? What? What's and, he gonna um, do? Yeah, what will happen? So, in June 2020, Chuck E. Cheese entered Chapter 11 banks- big bankruptcy. Bankruptcy restructuring. Banksy. <laughs> Banksy restructuring. Um... <laughs> Because, like, in states that had shutdowns, um, like, Chuck E. Cheese just could not operate at all. So, like, in Michigan, like, all of our locations had to, like, temporarily close. Mm-hmm. Um, other states had to, like, impose, like, restrictions. Mm-hmm. The poor performing stores were uh, closed as part of this restructuring. Um, and Chuck E. Cheese did emerge from Chapter 11 restructuring um, in December. Mm-hmm. They had to close, like, several dozen stores. It was hard to get, like, an exact number. Because, mm-hmm. like, they didn't list. There was a list, but then that doesn't include, like, franchisee locations because Chuck E. Cheese also does franchise locations. Oh, right. Um, so, like, for example, uh, my old Chuck E. Cheese and Flint closed. Um, and that was not initially included on Chuck E. Cheese's list of locations that would be closing. But mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that was a franchisee location and he just could not, like, they could just could not keep operating. Mm-hmm. Um that location was kind of tiny, like very small. It was previously a showbiz pizza way, 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 way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the manager I talked to, like maybe like uh, mid 2000s about it, um, was like very adamant of like keeping the animatronics running really smoothly. And like uh, there's footage on YouTube of them in February of 2020, and they were still in incredibly good shape for like how mm-hmm. old those animatronics are. 
Um, those are refurbished showbiz pizza animatronics that got reskinned in mm-hmm. the concept unification in the late eighties. <laughs> uh, so they're incredibly, incredibly old. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I don't know where they've gone. Uh, when we were doing photos in, um, Flint, me and Austin, we, we have, we have some, photos. You'll see them. One we day. have photos. We'll, you'll see them someday. They're cool. But anyway, we went to the Chuck E. Cheese location and I like, peeked through the window and the animatronics, you couldn't see the stage super clearly, but you could see like uh, Munch's keyboard was still there, kind of sitting there. Everything yeah. else was gone. I was, I see. I remember like there was some, there was like some stuff up there, and then I got the like horror movie. Like I'm gonna keep staring, and fucking Chuck E. Cheese is gonna walk out at me. So I'm gonna stop. Yeah, it was pretty horrifying. I like forced myself to like look, and I was just like, "You gotta run it. You gotta." Um, there were still like sheets. Hung up. Oh no, they were party tablecloths hung up in the windows that said like, mm-hmm. "Hey, please order a pizza, please, please order a pizza." <laughs> like, it was like takeout. Like, please, please order pizza. Um, like hung up. So that one, it's dead. Unfortunately, they mm-hmm. did not waste any time of like taking like all the signs down. Like mm-hmm. completely, just like taking like it's it's just you can barely tell what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was having, like, troubles just because, like, trampoline parks are really good in the United States right now. Not good. Big. They're yeah. really big. They're everywhere. They're it's awful. What, it's, what the kids, it's what the kids want to do. Yeah. They want a trampoline park, I guess. Cool. But um, <laughs> there was, like, a really big one right across the street from where the Chuck E. Cheese was located. So didn't stand a chance. Um, another thing that Chuck E. Cheese started doing very shortly after um, we did our episode that maybe we've talked about briefly mm-hmm. was um, they started selling food out of a ghost kitchen. Oh yeah. Um, so what a ghost kitchen is, is it's a, a business that rents a kitchen from like another restaurant and only does delivery. So they don't have a physical location. They just like use an existing kitchen. Mm-hmm. So for Chuck E. Cheese, they were literally just, um, just like making Chuck E. Cheese food under the name of Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. And from what I've heard, <laughs> from what I've heard, it was getting pretty decent reviews because, like, maybe Chuck E. Cheese food wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, hey, you were like, order some takeout. And I was like, why didn't I think to order? Ch- I fucking love Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yeah. Like, I think it's fine. It's got it like a little good. bit of like butter on the crust. The crust was like um, crunchy. Mm hmm. When and I say like, it like that, it sounds bad. It was like good crunch. You know what I hate. Yeah, you know it's what like I mean. a, it's like a crunchy breadstick. Yeah. Like, it's not too hard to eat. It's got a good crunch to it. Like yeah. it's good. It's decent pizza. And I don't care what any disgraced YouTuber has said about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a career and you don't. <laughs> you got him. I, um, go ahead. I I figured out when our first episode was. That's all. When was it? Um, so I sent you the email, the first file, May 3rd, which was a okay. Sunday. So I assume we recorded, like, April 30th, the Thursday, like we usually do. And then we uploaded May 6th, the Wednesday. So May 6th, cool. 2020 would be our, like, birthday. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so we initially uploaded in May. So we were in the pandemic when we did that. Yeah. Cool. Um, but... Yeah, so they started selling food, and it was, like, this big thing. Like, all of, like, the news outlets were, like, freaking out. Just, like, people were like, I didn't think I was ordering from a Chuck E. Cheese. Like, like, people were, like, mad. They were, mad. Like, they thought I was supporting a local business. And it's, like, Brenda said, like, some of them are, fran- like, you essentially might be. 
Yeah, they are like a franchisee business. Even if it's like got a big name, that still is a local business. You're going to get a different experience at a franchise McDonald's than you are at a big corporate McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I worked at a franchise McDonald's, so I can tell you. I can yeah, tell. I can. Yeah. There's a franchise Dairy Queen near my house. And then like the other, like in one direction, there's a franchise Dairy Queen. In the other direction, there's a normal Dairy Queen. And they are mm-hmm. totally, they are totally different ice cream establishments. Yeah. It's like the having the brand name kind of helps like smaller businesses get like off their feet and gives them like support that you don't have if you just like create your own business. Mm. So it's like pay attention to like what businesses are franchised in your community. And if you like can't support or like a really, really small business, support one of those because they're they are a small business. Yeah. Um, the school is basically. <laughs> yeah, I remember that people were like people were listening when people were mad yeah <laughs> they, livid they were like i've been bamboozled was your Boozled. food good my food was delicious and i hated every moment of it <laughs> it was cheap and i i thought i was gonna get like real expensive pizza before like this little price because like it's not expensive like it's it's decent um <laughs> i don't know what y'all expected yeah um, I also learned that Chuck E. Cheese owns, like, another pizza parlor-type oh. location called oh. Peter Piper Pizza. Oh. Um, it was opened in Glendale, Arizona in 1973, and they have locations out in the southwest, so, like, California, Arizona, Nevada, and Mexico. This um, fucking pizza rat is like, you will <laughs> never kill me. <laughs> I will live! <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is like, I will hide out in the back of this pizza box. And this little, I bought this little pizza joint in Las <laughs> Vegas in uh, 1984, and I'll, I'll hide out here until this all blows. Like, Ch- Chuck E. Cheese is like, you, you, good luck. Take it. You got Jeffrey the Giraffe. You won't get me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, it's very weird how Chuck E. Cheese kind of seems to, like, weasel its way out of, like, all of, like, these situations that should have killed him. Like, <laughs> um, the first bankruptcy in the 80s that they had where they merged with Showbiz Pizza... Chuck E. Cheese should not have been the business that survived that. Like, Showbiz bought Chuck E. Cheese. Showbiz should have continued being Showbiz Pizza. But, like, because they were having a conflict with the guy who made their animatronics, they were just like, we kill the whole brand and we're Chuck E. Cheese now. (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese is like, every every step of the way, Chuck E. Cheese is like, bitch, you thought. You know? Pretty much. The only thing that could defeat Chuck E. Cheese, Brenda? What? Is Brightening the Dinosaur. Yes, well, that's that's an interesting um, <laughs> continuation of my Peter Piper story. What? Okay, so Peter Piper Pizza didn't have. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just listen. Okay, I'm gonna stop because I gotta hear how the fuck. Listen, everyone, that's a dumb fucking joke I came up with on Twitter like three weeks ago. Um, so please continue. I, I'd love to hear how I'm right. Well, you're kind of right. So like. Um, Peter Piper Pizza didn't have an animatronic band because one that's expensive um, to like manufacture and maintain and create. Uh, so they just had a mascot character who was a purple and green dinosaur who like hmm. very much so had dinos- like Barney vibes. Hmm. And I couldn't figure out when he was created. Hmm. I know Barney came around in like the 80s-ish, mm-hmm. late 80s. So I don't know when this this dinosaur came into creation I know the locate like the franchise was like opened in 1973. So who came first, Barney or Rocky, <laughs> the Peter hmm. Piper dinosaur? Hmm. Um, the company doesn't seem to use Rocky <laughs> a- 
anymore. Um, I found image they like rebranded in 2014 to more according to them appeal more to millennial parents. Um, so it's got like this really minimalistic uh, logo now. It's absolutely bizarre. It's like very it's made of shapes, which is you know kids love basic geometry. Like <laughs> kids, kids' favorite kids. Kids are born and like, I can't wait to make a parallelogram. <laughs> and hey, everyone, I looked, I tried to look up when Barney the Dinosaur was created, and Google said, when was, Dino, Dino, when was Barney the Dinosaur born? Uh, 200 million BC is what Google. Thanks, Google. Wait, 200 million BC <laughs> with his only father, Godzilla, is what Google told me. No. <laughs> so, I mean, so, so I'm just saying, if Barney's father is Godzilla, Barney would kick. Chuck E. Cheese's ass. Moving on. <laughs> I don't know. Chuck E. Cheese has like the power of like New Jersey, um, <laughs> New Jersey energy. <laughs> I mean, listen. I guess Chuck E. Cheese has survived one. The fact Chuck E. Cheese, everyone got out of this bankruptcy is absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, and they were able to shed seven, seven. Okay, I'm bad at reading numbers. Seven hundred and five million dollars in yeah. this um restructuring they were able to like get rid of this this amount of debt so like hopefully that puts them in a better position they came uh, out with like it was like oh i don't have it in front of me because me and brenda talked about this because i saw it and i was mm-hmm. like hey brenda um it was like tens of million like 11 or 20 million or something like of capital to come out of yeah it with, which is like so everyone a bankruptcy if you don't know is usually like the government decides you're like i can't afford all of this money i have so the government mm-hmm. takes, looks at your assets and it's like, we're going to sell all of this stuff. And they kind of dictate how much money you're allowed to have. And at the end of it, they're like, you don't have debt, but also like, you don't really have money. They're like, good luck, essentially. Yeah. Um, they're like you're out of debt, but you have like whatever was in your bank. Like you have like uh, some mon- some spending money. Um, for Chuck E. Cheese to file for chapter over bankruptcy, get it approved was essentially like, we don't have money, but also we need to stay a business because we employ people. Um, it's something that a business here in Grand Rapids recently did, a business owner, who it's essentially like, I can't go all the way out of business because I am crucial to the economy. And the fact mm-hmm. that Chuck E. Cheese the pizza route, it's like, I am crucial to the economy and won their case is fucking buck wild. It just fits in with the 2021 vibes we're going for right now, <laughs> in which nothing makes sense anymore. And this pizza rat's going to emerge out of... Out of um, the like pandemic, stronger Phoenix and more powerful. from the ashes. Yeah. It's like, you know, Chuck E. Cheese is going to, like, figure out how to survive in this pandemic and how to get, like, older people into their building, which they're still pursuing for some reason. You think they would want to keep adults out, but they don't, I guess. Nope. Um, you know, they're going to figure it out, which is absolutely wild. This business refuses to die. Never. It will never die. It will uh, never die. The Chucky, wow, Chucky Cheese, Barney's pilot, The Backyard Show, was mm-hmm. made in August 29th. Wow. So I can't say when Rocky, the Peter Piper pizza mascot, was created, but there could be a chance that they could have had a lawsuit on their hands That's and sued the inc- pants off Barney. Do you think, like, one of them, like, looked it up now and they're like, hey, you know what? You know what? I know exactly what. Uh, that's Chucky Cheese's, like... That's their fucking, like, trap card. If they... <laughs> he, he, run, he runs out of all other moves to not die, and he's like, all right, time to sue PBS. <laughs> We're gonna sue this this little dinosaur, C. That's my Chuck E. Cheese impression. That's what he sounds like in my head. 
smoking a cigar like in the back room of a Chuck E. Cheese, like the last Chuck E. Cheese, like, boss, how are we gonna get out of this one? I got, I got, I got something. Look at this file, Barney. Now look at this file, Rocky. <laughs> he like puts them together. Like, what are you seeing here? <gasps> They're the same thing. Mm, yes, yeah, see. You see the <laughs> you see the stamp date there on that there Rocky picture. He taps it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't have any proof they stole Rocky, but they don't have any proof they didn't. It was the eighties. It was fast and loose back then. <laughs> no, oi, <laughs> no boss. No digital paper trail. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna bury them. But boss, kids don't care about Barney anymore. <laughs> yeah, but PBS has a lot of government funding, and the government needs all the good PR can get. What could John? <laughs> what could John Gable probably be up to right now? Or Frank Olson, who wrote Bar- 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 and directed Barney's pilot? They don't oh need this God. heat. <laughs> They're still at Universal Studios attraction, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what is this accent? A day in the park with Barty still going at Universal Studios Orlando. That means kids haven't forgotten him completely, eh? <laughs> as long as Barty's still in that theme park, I think we've got a case. <laughs> I tried looking up this Rocky dinosaur, but I can't. Apparently there's a Paw Patrol special with Rocky the dinosaur. So What? I'll not, send it to you later. Not not the same Rocky at all. It's just like... Different Rocky. Different Rocky. Yeah, um, I no longer have it, that tab open on my computer. Fine. Uh, yeah, this fucking pizza... Ra- so... Yeah, he just won't die. Um, Brenda, me and a friend had an idea involving Chuck E. Cheese that I think is a lucrative business idea. Um, yes. So Chuck E. Cheese is hurting, you know. Yes. Coming out of his bankruptcy. They need some cash. They need some quick cash. Yes. Uh... As pandemic hopefully winds down this year, like they're gonna need to get people in to Chuck E. Cheese, but they need rebranding, you know? Like Yes. There's all these uh older millennials now that have like this hopefully stimulus money and they're like, I'm looking to spend it and hang out with friends and be and like just embrace post pandemic life. I propose yes. uh rebranding some Chuck E. Cheeses, leaving them as dirty as they were, uh leaving them maybe partially deconstructed and turning them into punk venues called Pizza rats. Yes. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> whatever Wait. machines are still there, they they just leave those arcade machines there. Whichever whatever's taken down, they leave it taken down. They turn on like half the lights. <laughs> Which, as we already know, like some of the Chuck E. Cheese were already half lit. <laughs> There's like a quarter of the lights. Uh, they still give out tickets, whatever prizes or whatever prizes they have left. Um, they're going to save a ton on electricity bill alone. <laughs> they already started to sell beer in them. So, like, that's set. They already have, like, beer license for some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think this is, uh, listen. Hey, uh, Wall Street bets, you want to listen? Listen, Chuck E. Cheese might be a good target. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, Wall Street bets, like, if you need a new stock to go after because, like, Robin Hood has now throttled you and is not your friend, um, Chuck E. Cheese, do it. I think that they they deserve a chance. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is in Wall Street, that's right. Like, hey, you, you know what would be really funny is hitting up Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just him. <laughs> um, can you imagine? Shirt. 
Can you imagine though if like like they did turn these into like uh, punk venues and they like reskinned like the animatronics that were left and like you can program those to do different shows. So like the punk band would come in and be like, hey, this is our music and like give a tape to like this programmer. That the programmer amazing. would like then program a show that you could do with these characters. That would be absolutely amazing. I I think there's something here. Like, and if like Chuck E. Cheese didn't want to use their Chuck E. Cheese characters, it's like you know there's a lot of like animals that have mm-hmm. untapped potential. Like, how about a skunk? Or a sexy fox. <laughs> You're back to the sexy, Brenda. Listen. I'm sorry. Gonna, it's a we're mood. Gonna you, we're going to get you outside. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying Chuck E. Cheese stock is like 60 bucks right now. That's, you know, that's pretty low. Like, I think um, Wall Street Bets, you could just bump that up to 42069. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to fucking... Uh, who is, is it FC, FEC is that trainers I don't know the money police <laughs> be like Austin and Brenda inside an insider trading like bitch I don't even know what that fucking means nice try <laughs> I am on the record for this episode saying I don't know what I'm talking about bold of you to assume that I know anything about the stock market <laughs> bold of you to assume that I have money to waste in the stock market you're, you're clearly you are clearly failing yeah, I want everyone to know my stimulus immediately went to paying off a credit card. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god, if there's not a Simon song of Reddit, just if Reddit like destroying your the way you operate, then I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, it feels very on brand. Like, I think Reddit's just been waiting this whole time to destroy the stock market. <laughs> oh god. Wow. Well, anyways, I do have a couple more. Yeah. Facts. We still got a little bit of time. Um, so Chuck E. Cheese used to have locations in Australia in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, when Chuck E. Cheese was like before they did the merger with Showbiz Pizza, mm-hmm. they um, really tried to expand incredibly fast, including outside of the um, the United States. Mm-hmm. So they had locations and like there was like one in Hong Kong and Singapore and like there's currently one in Peru, I think. And I'm going to guess there's probably some in Mexico. Mm-hmm. It just feels like there would be. Maybe Canada? Who knows what Canada mm-hmm. gets up to up there? It's a mystery. Um but anyway, Charlie, I mean, Chuck E. Cheese, sorry, used to have, <laughs> oh, I got a little ahead of myself. Chuck E. Cheese used to have locations in Australia, um, but they had to change the name there to um, Charlie Cheese's Pizza Playhouse. Oh. Do you want to know why? I, I think I do. It's, it's kind of stupid because like the reason is like um, that like Wikipedia gave me was because Chuck is like means barf. Oh. And so they were but oh, like, yeah, I guess. But that's yeah. also uh, American English, too, and that didn't stop us, so I don't... Australia, what excuse do you have? Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, I Yeah, guess. it's like maybe Chucky is just, like, more of a common name here, so that just didn't register that, like, Chuck maybe was not a great name for your pizza route restaurant. <laughs> um. Really? I mean... I feel like what they were thinking was like Chuck Jones is like a cartoon guy. Yeah. But maybe yeah. And I mean when I was a kid I associated with like Chucky Fenster from Rugrats. Yeah. And then when I was a teen I was like but there's like Chucky the murderous doll. Like there's there's a like Chuck is a common used name I guess, but it is like you wouldn't call a kid, like you wouldn't name a kid growing up now like Chuck or Chucky. That it's like a No. It's like now it's like an old name. <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, too associated with, like, the Rugrat guy or the murder doll, you know, so it's just, it's not a cool name. Yeah. But, yeah, so the, the reason was Chuck means barf, 
And, you know, um, the first one opened at Grundy's Entertainment Center on the Golden Coast. Um, and then that ent- entertainment center closed its doors in 1993. Mm-hmm. And who knows when the Chuck E. Cheese closed. It's all very nebulous. Oh, is, is it still just... It's, I like to think it's like, uh, it's still there, but it's like those like... It like doesn't know what's happening with the rest of them. <laughs> it just exists in a bubble. It's like a like Twilight of... Zone Chuck E. Cheese. Or sorry, Char- Charlie. Char- <laughs> Charlie Cheese's <laughs> Pizza Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like the Twilight Zone episode about Chuck E. Cheese, but like we can't call it Chuck E. Cheese. Um, yeah, it's like, it, like all of those horror movies that have animatronics now that are trying to like come up with like fake pizza restaurants. Mm-hmm. That that's like the name for one of them is Charlie Cheese's Pizza Inter- Pizza Entertainment. Maybe like Pizza Emporium or something. I was gonna say Pizza Emporium. Um, ah! it feels just like that. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's very. It's like you know, like this this um in Australia this. Chuck e. I'm pretty sure it's closed, but let's say it just is existing in like a time bubble. Same as like how Australia has like uh, so many Kmart's still. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of Kmart's, you guys. <laughs> it it feels like you'd walk in to that Chuck E. Cheese, and they still mm-hmm. have like the Jurassic Park game that like finally oh, shook you. Yeah, the good one. Yeah. Um, but it's in working condition. You're not gonna like crack your head on it. Um, yeah. They don't make those anymore because they're like, maybe we shouldn't shake kids. It's dangerous. It's ve- like, there's a, if your game needed the warning that was like, hey, this is going to jostle you, you, maybe you, sh- maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Maybe we just need to back off a smidge. I mean, I do miss it now as an adult because as an adult, it would like, it'd be fun. Um, yeah. As a kid, it was, I, I fell out a few times because um, it's like, I don't know for anyone who didn't experience it. It's like a. As I'm like, if you've been to a movie at 4D, which is another, like, like, if you've done that, uh, it was like an amusement park ride. Like, those amusement park rides that were, like, you're in a movie theater room, essentially, but your chair moves, like, the spaceship or whatever. It's like that. Yeah. It was, like, 4D game, but it wasn't in 3D, so it was, like, a 3D game, but the other dimension is in sight. <laughs> <laughs> the the other dimension is just movement. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. It feels like that. Like, you'd walk in, like, it has, like, a Jurassic Park game, and that's kind of the keystone. It has, like, Rampage, maybe? Yeah. Um, And, like, the Chuck E. Cheese comes out, and it's not the cool Bowling for Soup Chuck E. Cheese. It's, like, Chuck E. Cheese in his, like, suit for some reason that he... It's, like, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese and, like, the vest and the cigar and the little bowler cap. <laughs> and he's, like, smoking, like, right in, like, kids' faces and just being, like... Hey, <laughs> That's... you gotta buy some pizza. You gotta get out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, time is money, and if like you're not gonna be here, I can't just like let you keep playing this Jurassic Park game. Hey, eh? you gotta get out and buy some pizza. Listen, now listen, kid. I see you trying to win these tickets and win that their big prize. I'm gonna let you in on some kid because it's your birthday. It's all a scam. You're never gonna get that big prize. <laughs> We've done the math, and it would take one kid approximately. Six years of getting the mediocre score that you will get on this game as you are a five-year-old child <laughs> to win that big prize. And by then, you ain't gonna want it anymore. <laughs> oh, but the, the one kid at school had it. That's because his parents are rich and they paid a premium price. They just paid the 400 bucks to have that big prize. He's lying to you, kid. Yo, <laughs> I see a Kmart sneakers, kid. I know you don't got the big bucks. So, so if you could kindly move aside for like that rich kid and those Adidas. <laughs> 
Go, go ahead, have your complimentary birthday pizza, and please be on your way. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one cupcake. This is the only time you're getting this cupcake from me. <laughs> Mr. Bezos Jr., lovely to see you. How's your father? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Hello, Bezos Jr. How's the Amazon Enterprise? This skateball machine's all for you. <laughs> have you talked to your friend? How do you say Elon Musk's kid's name? I don't, I'm not, I couldn't be bothered to tell you. I'm just going to put like a screech in there. <laughs> like, it's how's he doing? Chuck E. Cheese admits an aeronaut. <laughs> <laughs> How is your good friend <laughs> Musk doing? <laughs> now, Chuck, I told you not to fucking talk to me when I'm playing ski ball. Yes, of course, Bezos, of course. Now give me that fucking cigar. <laughs> Get out of my face. Oh, whatever for you, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> keep the ski ball coming and I'll keep this place lights as a hun. <laughs> and that's how you have it everybody Chuck E. Cheese is secretly run by J- it's not it's in no way not. it's not no it's who knows who runs Chuck E. Cheese it's like a venture capital company which usually is not good um, but they're hanging in there yeah I was like who does run it but I think it's a venture capital company yeah it's a venture capital it's been for a while and I couldn't find any like evidence that it was like a uh, Toys R Us type situation where they got heaped with a lot of debt they might have but it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be like a Toys R Us or a KB Toys type situation mm-hmm. in which like the intention was to put them out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed like an investment um, that maybe was like a little more work than they expected. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, it's weird. Just like the Toys R Us. I'm like, I feel like Chuck E. Cheese could do well, but venture capitalists always, for some reason, buy something and then make it bad. Yeah, like, either they're trying to just, like, drain the assets, or they just don't have the attention or the patience to, like, really put the work in to make it good, and then they just move on to another investment because mm-hmm. they can, because the, the economy means nothing. As we said earlier, it's a game up <laughs> yeah. to these people. Um, so it's all full circle. Yeah, it's just weird because it's, like, I remember they rebranded with, like, the new mascot, and it's like, well, that makes sense, because the way Chucky looked before was, like, it was weird to me as a kid, like, why is he in, like, a cover mm-hmm. bund? Um, so, like, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know how to look with, like, an adult human in a mascot suit, but, like, the animated one makes sense. Uh, yeah, the suit looks okay. I have seen, like, footage of, like, the newer suit. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks it looks fine. Like, it's a decent design. It's, like, a little more modern. He's definitely a mouse now. <laughs> They're like, he's, what do you mean, rat? That's a mouse. And it's like, M- mice aren't gray. Nope. Definitely a mouse. Mice are brown. <laughs> It's a mouse, not a rat, and definitely not a coyote. <laughs> Who told you that? Because um, then they were like, you could come in for, like, they tried to get, like, businesses. Like, you'd go in for, like, business. Like, they started serving beer. They yeah. got, like, Wi-Fi. I know at one point they, like, advertised to, when I was at school, there was, like, Chuck E. Cheese flyers, like, to come do your homework there. Because they had, like, yeah. a pizza lunch deal where you could get, like, two slices of pizza and, like, a, like, happy hour beer or whatever for like six bucks um which is a incredible deal incredible deal i didn't have a car i was i would have gone i just didn't have a car when i yeah. was in school um because honestly were, like very if far you go during yeah if you go during the day there's like probably like less kids so you can actually get work done mm-hmm. but getting work done in a Chuck E. cheese seems like an adhd nightmare yeah that sounds horrid like i would get there and like end up playing fucking skee-ball and not do anything um like, I would were... just watch the animatronic band on an endless loop. <laughs> they were clearly 
trying to compete i don't know if these are everywhere like dave and busters type places um which are like adult which are seen as like adult chuck e cheeses more or less yeah but like they still have like they let kids in during the day, yeah. so and like it's constantly full of children. But <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is still technically here. <laughs> still here. Now before we go, we have a little bit more time. Um, there's another um, local Michigan um, animatronic pizza restaurant that tried to come back in 2020 and failed. Oh, and it's called Major Magic's Pizza Time Review. These names sound I've- fake. These names sound like you were like, awesome, we still have more time. So I have this other place. It's uh, Pizza McPizza, McPizza's. They opened in <laughs> the year of our Lord. Um, I have it right here. <laughs> Pepperoni yeah, it, o'clock. These all just kind of start to blend together. Like I'm doing research for another video. So it's like you got like Major Magic Pizza Time River. You've got like Circus Pizza Play Pizza. Circus Playhouse. You've got Tex critters dragon show <laughs> you got uh what's another one there's more um daniel and the dog band yeah, these, <laughs> huckleberry these, junction not one of those names you said sounds yeah they all feel fake but um the names aren't 100 percent accurate but they're all like are based on real places um so major magics i like posted on twitter i was like hey like what are some like animatronic pizza restaurants you remember and like a surprising amount of people were like major magic's pizza time review which i'd never heard of because i'm from flint area but um i guess this opened in 1982 in clinton township in michigan the first location was there um and this was like based off of chucky like it was very similar to chucky cheese and in 1982 that's like pretty shortly after like chucky cheese got big Mm. um they had, like, an animatronic band that starred, uh, it was called the Rock and Roll Rebellion. Oh. It starred Sergeant Pepperoni the Walrus, who I think might be my favorite animatronic I, character Definitely now. in my head feel about Sergeant Pepperoni. That's got, definitely gotta be. It's like it's like a, a layered Beatles reference. <laughs> because you've got, like, Sergeant Peppers and then I Am the Walrus merged into this one character <laughs> who was a very round <laughs> walrus man. And he's just very endearing and also the name sergeant pepperoni is really cute um you've got uh rock the croc ludwig von drum he is a drum mm-hmm. uh, barbara string band who is a sexy fox and uh, major magic himself he's a man he's the major magic of the band mm-hmm. <laughs> he is just a man um wait, so major wait, magic wait wait <laughs> wait 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 i'm sorry <laughs> so their their mascot's just a dude yeah, it's just a dude. If you look at the sign, it says, like, Major Magic's Pizza Time Review. And it's just, like, this guy with, like, you know, like, a mustache. And he's, like, got, like, a marching band okay, you uh, keep jacket on. The people. I'm going to look up this clearly. Look it up. Story. Look up Rock and Roll Rebellion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type it in, too. Rock and Roll Animatronics. Yeah, I was like, that's not going to Yeah, I realized that. Like, look at Sergeant Pepperoni. He plays the saxophone. He's got a little pink marching what, band suit. What is this fox? Um, she's a sexy fox. That's why you said sexy fox. All right. <laughs> There's multiple bands that have a sexy fox. Um, I think Tex Critters Pizza Jamboree also has a sexy fox. I think we, she's a fox. We gotta have a talk about the obsession to fuck foxes. Um, I mean they're foxy. That's what. That's where the word came. <laughs> I, you know you say that and i'm like huh 
have we been furries the whole time? We've been furries the whole... Have you not seen Disney's Robin Hood? I have. I never... Robin... You know, no one in Robin Hood did it for me. Oh, really? No, I was oh. converted by Rock Saving. I, that's fair. Yeah. No. Um, Robin Hood? Mm. <laughs> no, never, never did. It was like... Rob, it was... Roxanne Goofy movie, uh, Lola Bunny, which we've been over extensively. We've been over before. Uh, is it just like, I mean, I, hey, I, I would, uh, we, <laughs> so tell me about this pizza place. Yes. So, um, <laughs> listen, so major, <laughs> yeah, major magic, this very major magics, place. um, gradually like close over the decades because like. These places have, like, it's really hard to upkeep the animatronics. They're, like, made with, like, proprietary software. They're all tubes that you shoot air through. So, like, that's an absolute nightmare to keep um, keep running smoothly. Mm-hmm. They're made of latex, so they just, like, disintegrate over time. Mm-hmm. Like, so we talked about the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle suits <laughs> and how those look, like, uh, yeah, they, there's just, like, nothing left of them. It's, like, these just kind of, if it gets too hot, these things melt. Mm-hmm. Like, they melt, they rip. It's it's much more of an upkeep and an expense than I think anyone in the 80s expected. Like, because these were everywhere. And, like, right. everyone was just like, well, we just get an animatronic band and it'll be great. And it's really hard for, like, the average person to, like, upkeep them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last location of Major Magics, the Clinton Township one, closed in the late 2000s, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find dates for some of this stuff because, like, just nobody pays attention. Mm-hmm. Um The last major magics location that was operating was in Sylvania, Ohio. Um, And I found conflicting reports. Some said that it closed in 2010 and Mm -hmm. some said that it closed in 2013, um, which is a lot later than you would expect. Mm -hmm. But um, so those closed. But then a couple years ago, there were some rumblings that someone wanted to reopen the location in Clinton Township. Mm -hmm. So like they started like working with like previous like producers of like the show tapes and like the animatronic band and like people who ran the original mm-hmm. and like started like you know they got some of the um they got the animatronic band from the sylvania ohio location they refurbished them mm-hmm. they um teamed up with sparks pinball museum in order oh. to like get like some of like the arcade machines which some of those arcade machines had come from the original location in clinton township like major magic location in clinton township right. that had closed so sparks like you know let them have some of those and like work to like kind of fund it. They got all the funding. They got the location. They got the building. Everything's ready to go. It's January 2020. They announced, hey, we're opening in February. (laughs) (laughs) You're like laying out this timeline. I'm like, in my head, the crunk, like, oh, yeah, it's all coming together. Like, so it's January. It's all 20- coming together. In January 2020. Uh, you hate to see uh, it. Beans. <laughs> yeah. So January 2020, they announced they're opening in February. They open in late February. <laughs> They close two weeks later. <laughs> they close like I think I think our big shutdown was March fifteenth. It was, yeah. Um, in Michigan when everything just shut down. Yeah. This, we had a big shutdown. We had a everything closed. Yeah, we leading up to it, some pla- like some like my office ready therapy had elected on the fourteenth our mm-hmm. our like uh owner who owns like the two well not now three locations, uh was like, Hey, I'm going to release a statement that our locations will be closed starting Monday. Um, yeah. And then the governor was like, ha ha, beat ya. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. It's like they were trying to get ahead of the curve, but like they were ahead by one day. Um, so, yeah. So like the shutdown occurred. And um, 
anyone in the United States knows that we did not get the business assistance and that we that was required in order to like save smaller businesses. So, um, which has resulted in everyone just really wanting everything to open up. Not everyone, you know, like inconsiderate people wanting everything to open back up, yeah. um, which definitely should not happen, but I guess it's happening on February 1st. Yeah, it's very <laughs> like people want things to open because the federal government's made it clear they don't care what happens to anyone. Yeah, um, so it's a shit show, yeah. absolutely. But anyway, time passes, summer passes, COVID doesn't go away because we haven't done anything to help it go away. <laughs> um, it's why people are like, it's still happening. We have, statistically speaking, we've done literally nothing. We, It's like we did nothing, and so therefore it's still here, and it's worse. <laughs> people, so We have effectively said would you please perhaps consider staying in your home and please maybe perhaps consider when you don't wear a mask, perhaps would you please do that? And people said, fuck you. And they're like, okay, well, we people did everything we like, we I could. need to go to McNards! I've done, I've done everything <laughs> I've could. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Wipe my hands of that. Um, and then we in Michigan had um, an attack on the Capitol. So that was great. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but anyway, summer continues into fall. And November 2020 rolls around, and the owners of this major magic major magic's location announced that like, hey, we're getting rid of everything. Mm-hmm. They're just like, it's done, and people are like, oh, well, we could have a GoFundMe to like save you guys, and it's like, oh, well, we can like preserve the animatronics until like you're ready to reopen the business and like all this stuff. And they're just like, mm-hmm. no, we're in a lot of debt. We just gotta. It's so we we gotta. We can't the, <laughs> like the, the rock and roll rebellion is here, brother. Yeah, they're like, it's over. Major Magics is dead. So, um, yeah, so they they closed and they sold off all the assets. I think, like, the animatronics are now in, like, private hands. Um, who knows if anything will ever come come back. Um, not everyone can be the pizza rat. Not everyone can be the pizza rat who refuses to die a lot like a, a normal rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's, the, so I enjoy the juxtaposition of, like, this small local business place that is, like, like the Avengers assembling like their old gear from like a museum and they're like we're gonna we're gonna make it and then there's fucking Charles E. Cheese Entertainment Pizza Rat <laughs> there's Charles Entertainment Cheese in his back room smoking a cigar like oh you think this will keep me down kid you think I haven't lived through this before <laughs> I've seen sunshine and I've seen rain <laughs> And I know how to make it out of this okay, in one or piece. Or would Charles have the Bane voice? Oh. <laughs> Brenda, I really need you to watch the Harley Quinn show just to hear the Bane voice they gave Bane. They also made Bane a himbo, and it's really good. good. <laughs> it's really, I think that's... He's like a big... That's the, the role Bane was meant to like play. He's like a big, soft himbo who just, like, everyone picks on, and I'm waiting... There's, like, one scene where Harley Quinn is like, you shouldn't let them pick on you. And I'm waiting for Bane to listen. Because he hasn't listened yeah. yet. Bane is, like, a really tough guy. <laughs> it's really good. Anyway, I think I submit that Charles has the Bane voice. <laughs> what does Bane say? Molded by the pizza. The darkness rises, Batman. <laughs> Batman! I'm on a plane. It's <laughs> only purely, purely because, like, in my head, again, pizza, like, 
a Pizza Hut, or also Pizza Hut, but like Chuck E. Cheese and Toys R Us are so intrinsically linked because they shared a building mm-hmm. where I went to them. They were in the same strip mall. Um, mm-hmm. That I just see like Toys R Us is, I mean, they are also, they also were back. I think they are technically back and trying to be a weird fucking genius bar for toys. Um, yeah, which is um, one works terribly in a pandemic <laughs> in which we can't interact or touch anything. <laughs> and like two is stupid. Like, um, kids don't want that. Yeah, so they're trying to do, like, they, they like, didn't make it in my, in my vision. They, like, they came yeah, back it's... as weird venture capitalist genius bar that is probably also going to fail rapidly. Yeah, you know, it's, like, how, like, you know, technically Montgomery Ward still has a website and, yeah. like, Circuit City still has a website yeah. and Radio Shack still has a website. It's, like, they're gone. Yeah. Like, it's... You know, Blockbuster still has a website. <laughs> These places still technically exist, but I think like that is what Toys R Us is like. It technically exists, mm-hmm. but Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese is still just like it's linked in my head as like it just you cannot Chuck E. Cheese. Like I will die when the heat death of the universe arrives. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's like survived this long. It just keeps on. We're, like when is it? When does it hit its fiftieth anniversary? <laughs> there's gonna be fucking Chuck E. Cheese like whenever. Whatever organic life leaves this planet one day, like Chuck E. Cheese will be like the thing they have from history. They'll be like, ah, yes, our oldest establishment, Chuck E. Cheese, having its 1,000th and like Chuck E. Cheese will live through economic downfall when we move to back to a barter system. Like there's still Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> It'll be. Yeah, you like get like, you're lucky if you get like a Chuck E. Cheese ticket to go visit the Chuck E. Cheese and it's like a religious experience and you go watch like Munch's make believe band and like sing along with the songs. Like you're having like this like, like religious experience. Like, yes, Chuck E. There will always be Chuck E. Cheese. And I think by that, by the extension of the transitive property, there'll always be this podcast because we have now, Chuck, we have now covered this pizza rat twice. Yes, and hopefully one day we can strike a deal with a Chuck E. Cheese location in which we can do a live episode from a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my god. Hey, Chuck E. Cheese, we know you have essentially no money as a business. Let's talk. Let's talk. We also essentially have no money, so. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's talk shop. We can do a live episode there. We'll make it a whole, we will be the official Charles Entertainment Cheese podcast. We'll interview Chuck E. We'll interview, um, I mean, we'll interview Pasquale and talk about his um, expertise in making dishes. Um, we'll talk to Munch about, like, the intricacies of um, playing music we'll see, and munching tickets. We'll see if the bird is free on Saturday. Her name is Helen Henny hey, Austin. Hey, Helen, are you free Saturday for no reason? Someone on my YouTube video about animatronic restaurants said that I sounded like Helen Henny, and it what was just kind mean? of very haunting. What does that mean? I don't know. It's haunting. <laughs> It haunts me. Like, I go down, I read that comment, and I'm just like, what does this mean? I'm haunted by this. I, It will follow me to the ends of the earth. <laughs> Sometimes people say stuff. I watched this. I We are, we're, we're, we're out of here. But, so I watched this old sci-fi, this is so unrelated. I watched this old sci-fi movie from, like, the 40s or 50s with a friend. Um, That was, like, they interacted with, like, some alien life form. And this alien was like, ah, as a woman, you must enjoy the mysteries of space travel. And we pause, like, what does that fucking mean? <laughs> it's like people oh, say you know stuff the old to stereotype. you. Like, people say stuff to you, and you're like, I don't know how I feel because I don't know what you mean. But it sounds yeah. rude. <laughs> 
It's like, this is very sexist in a 50s way, but I don't know what it's supposed to be insinuating. <laughs> you sound like Helen. Uh, I feel like I can't say thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is, I, I'm unsettled by this. I'm haunted. <laughs> but yeah, okay, that was a return to Chuck E. Cheese. A return to Charles and Attainment Cheese. Attainment Cheese. We'll probably be back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this isn't over. Like, either we'll return to Chuck E. Cheese in, like, just a brief news capacity, or we will find more animatronic restaurants and more absolutely batshit Chuck E. Cheese news to share with you. I can't wait until we find out Chuck E. Cheese is behind Wall Street Bets. That would be absolutely wild, and I would 100% be here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, and you know what? I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I'm not shocked by anything right now. People can be like, oh, well, yeah, like, um, they're going to reopen fucking Auto World in Flint, and I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll be there on opening day, I guess. Like. Oh, God. Disney could literally be like, yeah, we're going to reopen Ellen's Energy Adventure, and I'd be like, what else is new? You know what? I think they would do that before we see the Black Widow, so. Honestly. Honestly. Well, I think that's an episode. I that's an We kind of overcompensated a little bit in time. Not by a lot, though. You that's know, actually an average episode. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you, hey, congratulations to you. you. You made it to the end of this episode, everybody. You made it. You did it. You did it. You were you listening to that first 40 minutes like, what's what's happening? Because you, you didn't look at the topic title. You just hit play in your podcast queue, and it just started going. You're like, so what's happening today? Because we're almost at an hour, and they are still... Talking about fucking the vampire lady. <laughs> yeah. We just spiral down into a lady demiscu, demetriuscu, dominatrix, biohazard, resident evil lady. I thought we were done when Brenda had to stop herself from whatever her dark Bowser fantasy is. And we weren't. <laughs> She's so tall! She's eight feet tall! You, 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 uh, uh, I was gonna say have a good day, but there's like a whole outro, so... Yeah, well, um, have a nice, have a nice time. Hopefully by the time you, um, listen to this next week, we will have gotten our $2,000, um, stimulus. Yeah, 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 Joe, where's my fucking money? Goodbye. Joe, (laughs) Joe, it's been another week. Joe, you said if we won the, what was it, the Georgia roll-offs? You said if we won the Georgia roll-offs that we would get the, the $2,000 stimulus right out the door. Joe, Joe, it's been several weeks. And I don't see my money. Stroke of a pen, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacelle Cast Podcast Network. Ah. <laughs> K- uh, Kikyo's sister. Um, what's her name? Yeah. It's something with a K. It's like... Ka- I feel like... Yeah. Kaede. It's Kaede. I've forgotten. It's Kaede. Kaede. Oh, oh. I would have pretty yes. nice. She's funny.